Welcome back. Good morning, Fantasy Baseball. My name is Tony Sincata. I'll tell you what, we got a little crazy. We got a little uh, action going. So uh, podcast last week, not much news happening. We got this. So I'm still uh, drafting. As I just finished up a uh, Dynasty League draft, and it was amazing. And we had 35 players picked in our Major League draft. Then we had seven rounds of A-ball, double-A ball, triple-A ball, and then the rookie league. And if that wasn't enough, then a round of flex drafts. So I I got a pet peeve that I wanted to cover with you guys. And one of the things that you can do, I think, is the art of the trade when it comes to fantasy baseball. And everybody's got a different way of going about it, right? But one of the things you can do is you can piss off the other guy, the guy that you're trying to trade. I think just about how you go about it. I mean, back in the old days, and you would have to call the person, discuss it. Now we text. Now we send messages through our leagues and everything. So I want to go over two scenarios and how they played out. <laughs> Tony Sincata. I'm not. That was not a virus cough, man. That was a cough with not enough liquid intake for all the people out there. But thank you for caring. So I got an offer from Andrew in my Dynasty League, and it started out like this. Hey, Tony, are you open to trading your first-round pick? Open. But I like one guy, I responded. What do you have in mind? Well... The one guy I liked actually got drafted before I picked, so this this ended up working. So he goes, I was thinking your first and sixth from my second and fourth. So basically, I'd move up two rounds, and two rounds in the from the sixth to the fourth, but I'd go back one round there. I think when you get a little later in the draft, it's probably not enough uh, of an emphasis. So I think... I got a pretty good team this year, and I'll be able to compete. And one of the things that we have in this league is uh, saves and holds. And I always try to get all my relievers to have a strikeouts over 10 and be in situations where they'll get saves and holds. So I asked the guy, I said, hey, how about this? I was thinking Adam Ottavino for Tony Walters, who was my third catcher. But he already had three catches, so he suggested on the play when we made it. And I was able to upgrade my bullpen, which in this type of format I think is going to be good. It went back and forth, and we made the deal. And so he suggested his offer right out front, right, Frank. Didn't have to put any bullshit in that trade. Oh, this will work for you and this thing. Then I got another offer, and I think a lot of people do this. And it really, really, really pisses me off when people do this. And I'll explain why. When you send a trade offer, don't tell me how it's going to work for me. I manage my own goddamn team, and I know more than you know. So don't tell me how it's going to work for me when you're trying to make a trade with me. Because obviously, if you weren't making a trade, you were trying to make your team better. You're not looking at trying to make both teams better. So nothing pisses me off more than someone tells you why you should make this trade. It aggravates the shit out of me. 
All right. So I'm going to get back to the, the trade offer and how it all went down. And we'll go from there. So I got an email. And it said, any interest in trading your flex pick? I'm thinking you pick the guy I want and then trade you an active player for him after the draft concludes. So a flex pick is after all those drafts, the rookie ball, A ball, double A and triple A are done. Whoever's left, you can pick one player. And then he says another message as I haven't answered yet. I would give you a player you snag for me and I'll trade you Marvin Gonzalez off my active roster and he can replace Adam Russell or Chris Taylor and improve your bench for this year's run of the title. Well, Marvin Gonzalez's biggest attribute to me is his position flexibility that he qualifies to play at multiple positions. Other than that, I don't see an asset in him. And here's the fact I could have drafted Marwin Gonzalez if I wanted to, right? Addison Russell, of course, had the uh, domestic abuse situation at one time. Top flight shortstop. Let's see if he gets that. Chris Till is a guy that has some infield eligibility, outfield eligibility. But kind of like Marwin Gonzalez, doesn't really offer that much. Marwin Gonzalez had 15 home runs last year at 264. There's 120 players in Major League Baseball walking around and hit 20 home runs. So Marwin Gonzalez, yeah, he can give me, he can help me out on my counting stats because I can put him in the roster on days when people have days off, but he really ain't doing much. So I respond, no thanks. Um, no use for Marlon Gonzalez. He has no place in the Twins roster. I mean, you look at the Twins roster, I don't think he's going to start. But he'll play. He'll play. I mean, he plays some multiple positions, so he'll be there. Uh, and then I wrote, his only productive year, he was stealing signs from the Astros. Again, I don't think Marlon Gonzalez last year's 15 home runs, 264 batting average is produ- productive. So then the guy tells me, oh, I thought his stats and bats of Minnesota last year made him more valuable than Russell or Taylor. Yeah. We're not using last year's stats. Russell was suspended for domestic abuse. Of course. Of course. And he gets more at bats and is years younger than Taylor. Uh, So here's the thing. I appreciate any trade offer. And I think that it's great when you have trade offers. But I think the way you go about it is the key. Is that you go out there and keep it simple, right? You don't have to get into The more words I hear from people, the more bullshit I feel is involved in the offer. Just throw out exactly what the offer is. Like we did in the first trade that got done. The first trade offer was a... One and a six for a two and a four. And then somehow we add up with Adam out of veto and a, a first and a third. But basically both came with our offers. We didn't elaborate on each team. We didn't throw all this shit out there. We just got it done and we stick to the facts. That's how you be successful when it comes to fantasy baseball trading. No BS. Don't manage the other team. Manage your own team.